Hello everyone and welcome back to Media Maker Showcase. My name is Hannah Bugarin and in today's episode we're going to be talking about the Hormonal Podcast and we're featuring a very special guest, the one and only Zara Kondoker. So for those who don't know, Zara is the founder and creative director for the, her podcast called Hormonal. Speaking of which, are you feeling... I think I am. You're feeling... Yeah. What's the word? What's the word again? Hormonal? Hormonal! <laughs> yes, we love hormonal drugs here. <laughs> but first things first, Zara, for those mm -hmm. who don't know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I am 19 and I'm a student at Rutgers University. So currently I'm studying public health and I want to get my master's and PhD in reproductive epidemiology. I love reproductive health and I love hormones and I just think it's such a great way to get into academia and you know focus on um, reproductive health and endocrinology at the same time while also um, helping the general public with their health. So, And then also hormo hormonal podcasts has been like a project I've wanted to do for a really long time. I've always wanted to start a podcast and I feel like hormones was just like the perfect topic to do it on because I was actually looking for hormone podcasts like online and I was like, oh, there really aren't that many. And I was like, you know, I've always wanted to start a podcast, so I think I should do this. And I just did. Yeah, I love that. So for those who don't know what the Hormonal Podcast is, what, do, what would you say it's about? Okay, so Hormonal is basically about hormones. And each of the episodes, I wanted to kind of focus on a different sensation caused by a hormone. Hormones actually play into our lives in a number of ways that we don't even think about most of the time. So I kind of wanted to highlight that. So one of the episodes I have out right now is actually about nostalgia and how dopamine is actually... Um, responsible for for um, creating the nostalgic feeling that you feel when you're watching movies or when you see an old picture of yours. So I also have other episodes coming out, like um, how hormones are used as like a business tactic to advertise different films and like how when you feel scared when you watch a certain movie or if you feel sad, like the hormones that play into that. There's also another episode coming out about leptin and ghrelin, which are the hunger hormones, which are actually responsible for like the growling stomach or like, you know, if you're like, oh, I'm so hungry or I'm so full. There's also another episode about trend, which is a very common steroid used amongst bodybuilders in the bodybuilding community and how like your hormones can get messed up if you use these steroids. There's actually a lot of episodes that I have coming out. And I guess all of them are just focusing on different things that you didn't even know had to do with hormones. And that's like the best way I can describe it. I'm very excited to see what you have in store for your podcast. So if you could compare hormonal to a music artist or music genre, who or what would you compare it to? I guess there's not really a certain artist that I would tie it to, but rather like a number of artists that I have in mind. So ever since I was in middle school, I've had this playlist and it's like my motivation, reward, like drive playlist that I listen to when I'm doing homework, when I'm doing anything. So uh, some of the artists that are in it are like Sam Tinez, um, Zade Wolf, The Score, and they fall into like the alt-rock category. And the reason why I love them so much particularly is because they have like the most insane guitar riffs. So if you play any of the songs, they start off like, and it's like very, very hard like guitar. And there's like very hard instrumentals. So like when you listen to it, you immediately are like transported into this like, 
I have to get up and go, like motivation, like it really like motivates me. So that's kind of like what I wanted to model hormonal after. So hormonal's logo is actually dopamine, which is like responsible for the reward circuits and motivations, motivation usually. So I wanted to combine like the alt rock, like get up and go theme with hormonal. So that's like, I guess what I would compare it to. I love that. So is there a specific reason why you decided to dedicate your podcast to hormones? Oh, yes. So I remember reading this book and it was called Aroused. And I read it, I think, like two years ago. And it was um, written by this amazing like Yale epidemiologist um, and scientist. And she was amazing. And I wanted to learn more about hormones because I was into reproductive health at the time, right? So I learned that endocrinology was very important when talking about reproductive health. So I was like, no, this is like a really good introductory book to learn about hormones because I heard about the book and each of the chapters were actually about a different hormone or the history of hormones. So I read it and I fell absolutely in love. I was like, oh my God, hormones are so cool. And then like from there, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I read a lot of books. So I was like, I need to read as much about hormones as I possibly can. I want to learn everything. And since I listened to a lot of podcasts, I was like, I'm going to try to find a hormone-related podcast. And there actually weren't that many. Or even if there were, there weren't, like, the types of podcasts I wanted to see. Because, like, they were mainly focusing on, like, women or just, like, a certain area of endocrinology. And I was like, oh, but, like, hormones are so much more than that. Like, they're involved in films. They're involved in art. They're involved in, like, bodybuilding. They're involved in, like, plants. And I was like, I think there needs to be a podcast that talks about how versatile hormones actually are. So I was like, you know, I've always wanted to start a podcast. It's been on my bucket list. So I think I should create a hormonal podcast. And so I did. I love that. That's great. Um, Was there any, like, inspiration behind your podcast like was there any specific maybe other another podcast or something else that you were like I kind of want to base it off this okay yes I have a pot like a favorite podcast um actually two favorite podcasts but they're not related to hormones I just love the podcast in general so one is this podcast will kill you and it's actually a public health podcast and they talk about a different like um different like uh, oh my god illness or like um a different like disease that you would get and like they break down like the signs and symptoms the history of it how it came to be so like one episode would be like about malaria how it's caused by mosquitoes the history of it the cures fun facts and it was really really cool and i was like i love this podcast i need to base it off that podcast and then there's another podcast called the v word which is more about reproductive health and they talked about like women's issues like if you're on your period if you have pcos um fibroids and like i just loved how they broke down the concept so nicely and it was so conversational and i was like i genuinely want to have a podcast like this but it's hormones so those are my top two favorite podcasts and they're definitely two of my biggest inspirations so when you're going into like recording your podcast and everything Mm -hmm. do you have like a specific outline of what you're going to say or do you kind of just like go off like just like oh my god I could never go off like you know (laughs) I have to do so much research in advance because like I'm still a student. I'm in no means like a professional at all. I'm like a student and I want to learn as much as possible about hormones as well as teaching it to other people. So before I do an episode, I create like this extensive outline, like a very extensive outline. Honestly, 
some of my outlines are eight pages long because I'm like, I need to remember all of this. I cannot mess up for the sake of it like being inaccurate, medically inaccurate. I don't want to mess up on anything. So usually I will start off with the topic and I will have the topic in mind and I'm like, okay, so I want to do something on dopamine and I will set out and like find how, like find like a research study that correlates. I'll find some fun facts. I'll find like the history of the sensation or like, you know, just like any like information that's needed. And then I feel like when you have the different sections, all of it kind of comes together because you're like, oh, I can segue from this to this later on. So I just start off by writing what I want to cover first and then fill in the gaps later. And then when I'm going in to record, I have my outline out because I am not, I don't have it memorized at all and I don't even want to have it memorized. So I have my outline out and then on the spot, I actually think of a lot of other stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this study that I read a couple years ago, and then I bring that in. So I have an outline, and then I just say something if I remember it, yeah. Do you like work with other people, or do you have to do this all on your own? Or? Oh no, I work with a lot of other people because I do not know anything about like, um, not recording, um, editing, like I do not know how to edit it. And like, I'm so happy that I have other people working with me on this because I don't, think I could even think about doing this by myself at all so yeah I do have a lot of other people that work with me and it's been so good yeah, so you have any specific goals that you have set in mind for Homono? Yes. Oh my God, I have so many goals in mind. Uh, let me tell you. So we are actually thinking about starting a YouTube channel and a TikTok. I've heard that TikTok gets a lot of views and like it's very popular. And I was thinking about doing a TikTok. I was very hesitant because I'm really like shy when it comes to like being on camera and talking because I, I get really nervous. So, but then my social media manager was like, no, you need to start a TikTok. And I was like, uh, I guess and she was like we should do like a video version of hormonal too so like we like have it on a YouTube channel and we can take clips of that and do it on TikTok so hormonal gets more viral so definitely the biggest thing we want to do right now is get a TikTok and YouTube channel out for sure like video versions of hormonal and everything and we are also actually this is like a surprise for everybody like nobody knows this yet but but there's actually going to be a jewelry launch drop at the end of august and it's really really cool so by the end of august all of the episodes for season one of hormonal are going to be out and each episode is actually going to have like a correlating necklace <gasps> or ring yeah yeah i know it's really cool so we're gonna have like a dopamine necklace and like it's so cool it's so cool oh my gosh it's I'm, really cool i'm super excited to see all that yeah. launch yeah thank you so much for introducing us to yourself and to hormonal mm -hmm. we're gonna take a quick break and after the break we're gonna go more in depth about what you do with the creative director okay. and the kind of technical aspects behind the podcast making. So we'll see you all in a minute. Welcome back everyone to Media Maker Showcase. Zara, so we've established before that you are both the founder and creative director for your very own podcast called Hormonal. So what does that entail? What does being a creative director entail? So I think being creative dir director is literally the hardest thing at Hormonal for me. Um, the reason for that is because you have to make sure everything looks uniform, starting from the podcast cover to the Instagram, all the marketing things that you are doing, they all have to be uniform. So I guess creative director is like 
where I kind of let my creative juices flow. I think of what everything's going to look like, what the Instagram's gonna look like, what the content's gonna look like, how am I gonna do the merchandise, how am I gonna do promotion, how is the website gonna look like. So creative director is kind of just creating the design and like what the vision is for every single part of Hormonal, starting from the podcast to the website and social media. And for me, I kind of start off with like, what content am I gonna post? What's it supposed to look like? And it's all the small, tiny details that you don't even think about. Like, what's it gonna look like on the Instagram feed? Like, what is it gonna look like after I post this, this, and this? And then on the YouTube, is everybody looking good? Is everybody in front of a white background? There's so many small details, and it's just, creative director is basically creating the vision of hormonal, which is much harder than it looks. So many things going into it. Yeah, so with so many things to do, I'm assuming that you work obviously with a whole other team of people. Mm -hmm. What would you say are key positions that go into creating a podcast? Definitely people on audio. I know nothing about audio and editing, so I'm so grateful to have people who are photographers, who are um, audio editors, they're pursuing film majors, and they're really, really invested into this major and want to do this as their career. So, like, a lot of them are in Mason Gross, so I feel like a lot of the positions have to do with media because I myself are not, is not, oh my God, I am not, um, experienced with media at all so I'm glad that they exist yeah, so how are you able to reach out to all these different people oh okay so I've had a lot of media friends since I was in middle school like they were very interested in art photography and whatnot and these were kind of just the people that I gravitated towards I'm really into art and photography myself I love exploring it but I'm definitely not like advanced or anything in it so coming into Rutgers I had a lot of friends who were into photography media and I was like hey I want to start a podcast you guys want to help out and they were like yeah of course and obviously they're in Mason Gross and they have their own resources so they were like oh like I actually know a couple people who can actually edit this for you this person's pursuing a um, film major they can help you out um, this person's really interested and then also just me posting on social media I was like oh guys I'm starting a hormonal podcast does anybody want to join I specifically need people who are um, experienced in kind of like audio editing editing video editing sound and people slid up and they were like oh my god I'm so interested I want to add this to my resume I feel like everyone is just trying to get exposure these days so I was just willing to take in whoever was willing to help at the time so why did you specifically choose a podcast format? Why not like a digital magazine or a video channel, for example? So I guess podcast because I love talking to people. I love um, conversing with people like normally, like on my day-to-day -day life basis. And I feel like a podcast is so interesting. A lot of people listen to podcasts nowadays, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. So I was like, oh my God, like I could totally imagine myself starting a podcast because like I love hormones and like a podcast would be so cool. So I was like, I'm gonna do a podcast. Obviously, I'm going to have like a blog coming out with hormonal like later on, but I feel like a podcast was a good way to get information out. People listen to it. You can have amazing conversations with it. And my thing about podcasts I've learned is that you can meet a lot of cool people. Like each episode you like have like a different person on which is what I'm doing for hormonal and I feel like that is like the best part. You go on like a little journey with like whoever you meet on every single episode. You guys become closer and now you guys are together forever I guess like in terms of your resume. You guys can reach out to one another and it's just amazing because I've met like the most amazing people and I love it. 
Yeah, and speaking of journeys, can you describe the journey that you took to that, like, kind of like led up to the first podcast episode? Oh my God, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> that was a very loaded journey, a lot of things happening all at once. So I was like, I had to create a title, I had to create the theme, I had to create the aesthetic and everything. I reached out to so many people to help me with the podcast because I obviously could not have done it alone. And then for the episode, and then um, for the episode, I planned out like, oh, I want it to be about dopamine, and I wanted to release on Valentine's Day so that I could talk about like the sensation of love and dopamine, and I like wanted to have that in store. And um, I guess I started off researching dopamine. I already knew like a bit about it and then I was like oh I'm gonna create the episode for dopamine and then I created I planned the outline and then I actually used rss.com which is a um, platform for podcasters I guess so you kind of pay like ten dollars per month which is what I'm doing right now and you upload your audio files on there and they actually distribute it onto um, all the other streaming devices like Spotify Amazon Prime and whatnot so I remember I created the outline, I created the aesthetic, I had all the content ready to go, and then I went into the studio, I, I booked the studio, and I went in, I went in with all my friends, the audio editors, and we recorded the first episode, and we were like, oh my god, we did it! And they edited it, and then it was Valentine's Day, we did all the posting, and then we posted, we posted it on Spotify. Oh, also fun fact, um, the first episode dropped at 7.57 because on the clock it would be 1957, which is the year <gasps> dopamine was discovered. Oh, okay. A yeah, we like, a yeah, we threw in a lot. Easter egg in there. <laughs> yeah, that was like that. the entire journey of the first episode. Yeah, and of course, like, what's a journey without obstacles? Like, what were some struggles that you had faced during your initial phase of your podcast? Oh my god, too many. <laughs> There's always a technical difficulty, mostly with sound, I feel like. Because when I'm in the studio, a mic's not working, or the computer's not working, or the software's not working, or we don't know how to edit it. Um, so I guess the most common obstacle that comes up, I'll be recording in the studio, and then I take it back, and they're like, oh my god, the audio is botched, like, what are we going to do? So we, like, reach out to like three different people we're like can you fix the sound and then if it doesn't work out we end up cutting it or we end up doing a new segment i replace it and um i guess that is literally the hardest part like editing and making sure everything is like nicely retouched everything is good to go yeah and of course a lot goes into creating your podcast so how do you manage planning and scheduling for your podcast Okay, so planning and scheduling, I kind of wanted Hormonal to be like a side gig for me in college, um, but I guess now it's like becoming like a bigger thing. I want to expand it into a bigger thing. So right now, I know that when I uh, when college starts, I'm not going to have as much time. So I'm taking the entire summer to plan out like weeks of content and then recording all of the episodes in advance, having everything ready to go so that when like the end of the summer starts, it's like ready to go one by one. And then I guess for season one of Hormonal, it would end by the end of summer. And then the first episode for season two would be on the day of Halloween. So you kind of leave like the time, like the September to October to plan. So like I don't do it while I'm doing college. I kind of leave like a gap for me to like get things together and then have it all ready to go. Yeah, that's really smart. I also understand that you also have like a digital magazine and the dopamine diaries. Yeah. So how do you manage planning and scheduling between like all those three big projects? 
Okay, so definitely I don't do it alone. I definitely have the help of all the people who are part of Hormonal. I know like so many people who are like, oh my God, we need to do a blog, right? So I was like, oh, like let, let's do it. So I kind of have two different teams. So it's like one is for the Hormonal Audio team and then one is like the Digital Magazine team. So the Digital Magazine team, we focus more on like what are the articles gonna be about? What are we gonna do? And like planning those out for the website. And then the Hormonal Podcast team, we talk about more of the editing, the producing and posting it to Spotify and all the streaming services. So once you're done, um, like posting your podcast episode, what mm -hmm. are some key things that you always make sure to do after you publish? You always got to hype it up. You always have to hype it up. So after I post it, I get everybody and their mom to repost it on social media. So like after I post, I will go on Hormonal. I will create like, I think like five or six new stories. Like, um, hey guys, check out the podcast. I get my friends to promote it. And then if there's like a guest star, like they would probably also promote it. And then it kind of gets hyped from there. And then I also post like reels and like different, like different types of content on Instagram. And everyone's like, oh, like what's that? Like it sounds kind of cool. Like I'll check it out. Yeah, that's great. And if you could give a single piece of advice to anyone out there who wants to do something similar to what you're doing with hormonal, mm -hmm. uh, what would that final piece of advice be? This is going to sound really corny, but I would say be authentic. You know, um, for hormonal, I knew that hormones was going to be like a really like medical topic, but I was like, I don't want it to be like that. I want it to be something unique and different and have all these components to it. So I wanted to kind of combine like hormones and like my love for fashion and aesthetic i wanted it to be something that people listen to for fun and they feel welcome and invited to learn about hormones and they're like wow this is so cool it's not just another medical thing that's out there it's something that i like want to be a part of i want to be her friend like i want everyone to like listen to hormonal and be like i want to be her friend i want to know about hormones so like i guess being authentic like not sticking to like what is usually out there but sticking to like what you can do and using your skill set and combining it with whatever you're passionate about yeah and i love that thank you so much for joining us here today of and course. sharing your insight and experience with hormonal and like the medical field in general hmm. um and yeah, thank you all so much for watching, and I hope you enjoyed and learned something new. If you'd like to see our socials or see really contact us, um, our info will be here. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and if you'd like to see more from Hormonal, um, their info will be on Zara's Somewhere face. here. <laughs> Somewhere on Zara's side. <laughs> but yeah, thank you all so much once again for um, coming here and tuning in and thank you Zara once again for joining us. Of course. <laughs> I hope you all have a great day. I'm Hannah McGarn. This I'm is Zara. Zara. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's Zara and I hope you have a great day and don't forget to smile.